We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday. It's January 26th. It's 2021. And we have three NBA games to talk about here on today's podcast. Ryan Solo, today we are presented by Monkey Knife Fight. If you guys haven't checked them out, make sure you check the link out in the podcast description. That way you can get a 100% bonus up to $50 on your first deposit. Monkey rotorgrinders.com slash partner slash mkf like i said it will be in the description as well fastest growing single player dfs site out there so make sure you guys are giving it a look uh three game slate so if you want to get some different kind of um volume today monkey knife fight is definitely a place to kind of check out this slate's super interesting for a three game slate um just because of the fact that like we're looking at you know one game that has the total out um like the utah game they're kind of they're favored by 11 in that game um and then there's a ton of people out in these other games and we have trey young questionable so clint capella questionable um so yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see 
how this kind of all plays out um you know you know especially just looking overall here so we actually have a lot to talk about for a three game slate so we're going to jump in here start with the clippers and the hawks uh, no total in this game beverly's out george is out Kawhi is out um bogdanovich is out uh dunn is out um and then capello gallo and trey young are all questionable so obviously we'll be you know really paying attention to that news um you know as soon as it comes out so let's start with the clipper side of things um obviously with you know these three guys off the floor we don't have a ton of sample size um we are looking at like Luke Kennard with a 27% usage rate when these guys are off the floor. So he's obviously someone that's going to be super interesting. Even at 6K, he should play, you know, 30 plus minutes in this game and get a lot of usage, but he is priced up. Um, so him and Reggie Jackson are priced really appropriate. Um, you know, DraftKings, this news came out really early. So they were able to kind of price these guys up. Um, and then looking over really quickly, going to pull up FanDuel. Um, I didn't pull it up before we got started here. That's my bad. Um, so looking at FanDuel, looking at um, single entry series, Roto Grinders, um, $3 is the week this week. So definitely can get that. Um, so on FanDuel, like Lou Williams is 6K, Serge Ibaka is like 58, but like Luke Kennard's 55, Nicholas Batum is 55, Marcus Morris is 5K, um, Reggie Jackson's 5K. So much cheaper for these guys on FanDuel than on DraftKings. Um, honestly, when I'm looking at this team on DraftKings, I think my most interested player is probably Marcus Morris. Um should get plenty of minutes here and you know with all these guys out we should see a usage tick uh uptick for him so i think marcus morris is super interesting um definitely going to be looking to see like if terrence Mann um is in the starting lineup or not if he's not he should get really solid um second team usage but i it would be interesting to see if like man starts or if Lou Williams starts, I, I think that uh, either way, I think Terrence Mann's cheap enough that if he does get 30 minutes against Atlanta, um, he's somewhat interesting. So main interest, Marcus Morris, um, really like Terrence Mann. And then, you know, obviously you could take shots on Kennard, Luke William, Lou Williams, um, you know, Reggie Jackson's probably too priced up for me. Um, even if like, Reggie Jackson has a ceiling game and beats me on a three game slate. Then he beats me, but um, I think I'm going to take a stand on him and just kind of be underweight on the Atlanta side. Obviously, you know, we're going to be looking at Atlanta here. If we get news that Gallo is going to play, um, you know, he played like 18 minutes the other night and Capella and um, Trey Young were out. Rondo played 30 minutes. John Collins played 37 minutes. Um, DeAndre Hunter played almost the whole game, played 42 minutes. Uh, Cam Reddish had really solid minutes. So if we get news that Trey and Capella are out, um, obviously a huge bump to DeAndre Hunter, Rondo, John Collins, um, Herter, all these guys get a huge bump. Um if Trey Young plays, 
I would obviously like Trey Young here. The Clippers aren't going to be their normal defensive self uh, with Beverly out, with Lou Williams out, with Paul George out. So, um, so obviously, I, I definitely would have more interest in Young if Capella plays. I obviously have interest in him, assuming that these guys are going to be good minutes wise. But if they sit like DeAndre Hunter, sixty two hundred, lock and load for me. Um, Rondo would be the value play of the slate at forty two hundred. He'd be super chalky. Um, but I think we'd have to play him if Trey Young gets mo- rolled out in this game. Um, Rondo's just going to be too cheap. So a lot of value in this first game. Um, news is really going to dictate the Atlanta side of this game. But we know what we're kind of looking at here for the Clippers. Um, like I said, good to see that DraftKings kind of price these guys up. Washington at Houston. Um, no total in this game. Um, I feel like it's been forever since we've had Washington on our main slate during the week, uh, maybe on the weekends. But uh, Bertans is out. Brown is out. Bryant's out. Hachimura is out. Uh, Nato is questionable. Itch Smith is out. And um, Morris Wagner is out. And on the Houston side, Exum's out and Wood is doubtful. Um, so obviously, Westbrook, Beal, they're both back. Um, they're the two main horses here. Westbrook played 25 minutes um, on Sunday. You know, obviously, he's going to probably be around 30 minutes in this game, 9,600, probably too expensive um, in this one. But I do think there's a little bit of vengeance going to be there um, for Westbrook with the Houston side. But I think he's a little too expensive here. Um you know, Robin Lopez has been playing around like 25 minutes a night um, with with all these guys out. Um, so he's going to, you know, be someone that's somewhat interesting here. Um, I think like Jerome Robinson's minutes might still be there with all these guys out at 4K. I think he is somewhat interesting here against Houston, um, you know, especially with him playing super solid. So I think you really want to see NATO out um, to get Robinson in there still, you know, that's where the minutes have really like bumped up for um, Robinson, like with NATO out of this game. So play 35 minutes the other night. Um, so even if Westbrook plays a little bit more, I still think Robinson gets solid minutes if NATO's out um, again. So obviously don't hate Bradley Beal on the, on the higher end here. We're going to have a ton of value. So if you want to pay up for him, um, you can definitely do that. And, you know, obviously I think that if you want to pay up for Westbrook, just to get the raw points of having so much value on the slate, um, that would be more if like Capella and Trey Young sit in my opinion. Um, but if those guys end up playing, then like you're probably going to pay up for one or both of those guys instead. On the Houston side of things, um, you know Christian Wood obviously is, is the big thing that we're waiting here. Um, but you know with him considered doubtful, obviously uh, Demarcus Cousins is a guy that's been playing around thirty minutes the last couple games, and I would just continue to load him up at six K even. Um, John Wall played around twenty one minutes in his return. We'll have to wait and see um, if we get any kind of news on him, if his minutes get bumped up at all. But for me on the Houston side, I really like Oladipo. I really like DeMarcus Cousins. Um, if we get news on John Wall, I'm definitely interested. But, like, I think Tate takes a, a bump down. Um, you know, Eric Gordon, 
he can still get there, but I think he's a little too expensive on DraftKings, um, you know, for overall upside. So these cheap guys, sure, you can take shots on a three-game slate, but I think that we're going to have way better value on this slate overall. So I think we're definitely looking at Oladipo. We're definitely looking at Cousins if Wood doesn't play. Um, and I, I think that, like, um, that's kind of it from this one, too. Move on to New York at Utah. This game does have a total. Uh, it's 212 and a half. Utah is favored by 11. Really, the only injury news in this one is Bullock is out. Um, on the New York side of things, you know, obviously we want raw points. It's a really tough matchup for them. But I think Julius Randle is a guy that can get 50-plus on a three-game slate. So he has to be someone we're looking at in this slate. R.J. Barrett, this is a tough spot for them or him in general, Utah is just a team that has been playing really good defense here. Um, recently, you know, when we look at the last five games of the season, Utah is, um, you know, six in, in defensive efficiency and New York Knicks is first. So like this game overall is going to be a slow pace game, um, you know, with really solid defense. So I think overall, I don't love this game, but I do think that it's a three-game slate, so you can definitely take some shots here. Um, you know, with with Bullock out, I think Burks is super interesting as a guy that could fly under the radar here um, at 5,300. Like I said, we do have a ton of value on this slate, so he's someone that could potentially just be overlooked. I don't really like the whole quickly Peyton situation. You're, you're kind of guessing like who has the better night. Um, I would probably just take a shot on quickly because he's probably going to end up being cheaper and you just kind of hope. Uh, but like Austin Rivers is probable to play this game too. So I think overall when I'm looking at New York, I'm looking at Julius Randle and maybe Alec Burks. Um, and then on the Utah side of things, I, do- I definitely like Donovan Mitchell here. Again, like this is a slate where raw points are going to matter with all the value guys. We're definitely looking at like a stars and scrubs type of build uh, with all the value that we potentially have. So definitely like Donovan Mitchell. I don't hate Rudy Gobert. I think center is a position that like, you know, we're going to see so much to Marcus Cousins at center that like you could really just be different with Rudy Gobert and like, we got to remember nothing's a lock. We, we saw Dwight Howard on Monday, absolutely bust uh, with no Embiid. So, uh, you know, Jordan Clarkson's minutes have kind of dropped back off. Um, you know, he was playing really well and I don't know if it's more of just games have kind of been out of hand, um, but he has been off the bench and he's been great off the bench. Um, so tournament play for sure. Mike Conley, a tournament play for sure. Um, Bogdanovich, more of like a, a floor type of play. I don't know if you're going to necessarily need that on this slate. Um, so realistically, when we're looking at Utah, we're probably looking at Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert just to be different. Um, and then like Mike Conley and Clarkson for tournaments. Cruise through that way faster than I thought I was. This podcast is going to be really short today. Um, let's play the morning grind game. And then um, sounds like we're going to get out of here pretty early today. Uh, favorite play under 5k to 7x um, obviously we're gonna have a ton of options down here but i'm gonna go marcus morris i, I really like the spot for him with these guys out um I, I just see the usage increasing and you know we really haven't had a ton of minutes with him with these guys off the floor so 
I think he's a guy that can go for 35 plus fantasy points in this spot. Um, over 8K to go under 5X. We don't have a ton of options up here uh, with all these guys out, but I'm going to have to say Westbrook, and it's more of just like I'm, I'm more worried about like the minutes overall. I don't hate it for large field tournaments. I don't think a lot of people will be on Westbrook because of that reason. Um, so, you know, for that reason, he's super interesting. And I think a lot will really be determined by does Christian Wood get ruled out, Trey Young, Capella, these guys out. Then, like, everything's really open up here with Beal, Randall, Westbrook, um, Mitchell, Oladipo, really the only guys in this range. Um, favorite 6X play on this slate? I think we have a ton of great plays on this slate. Um you know, just overall, but I'm going to, I'm just going to ride, you know, the boogie, the boogie, man. Um, give me, give me cousins here in a great spot going up against Washington, very shorthanded. Uh, I think DeMarcus cousins just absolutely crushes in the spot. And, um, you know, I, I think Christian Wood gets ruled out. Obviously if Christian Wood plays, um, downgraded to Marcus cousins, uh, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Man, this is tough um, just because I don't think, you know, it's really hard to find like low, low owned options on such small slates. Like my initial one was like taking a shot on like Zubak. Um, but I, I think I'm going to end up going like Alec Burks. I, I do think Zubak's super interesting because I don't think a lot of people will be on him on this slate and he's not going to play a ton of minutes um, just in general. So he is someone that if he gets 25 minutes, um, he can crush and he's going to be, I think he'll be a little bit more popular on this one just because of these guys out, but I really don't know um, if he'll necessarily be low owned either. So we'll have to kind of wait center is a position that, you know, definitely looks very popular for a couple guys. Uh, what are we looking at today for contest selection? Obviously, uh, the $3 single entry tournament uh, presented by Roto Grinders over there on FanDuel. You know, that's definitely one that I would recommend checking out. But I'm going to go with the $40 mid range jumper over there on DraftKings. Again, I talked about this tournament um, the other day. The smaller one pays almost 25%, 24.5%. Uh, very top heavy tournament. So, you know, obviously you can min cash and get, you know, a little bit of your return back um, on profit end of things. So I do think this tournament is something that like you can build more of a tournament lineup uh, for a single entry. And I think that this slate is going to have some really chalky plays. So I think that you can kind of chase the top end here and, you know, still have with the big payouts, um, you know, almost 20, like I said, almost 25%. I think that, you know, obviously it's going to help um, with that aspect if you don't hit the nuts. Um, as far as like favorite over under and against the spread, obviously there's nothing really out yet, um, you know, outside of the Utah game. Like if I was looking at it at first right now, I'd probably take um, New York plus 11. You know, I think that that's one that, you know, with both these teams playing such good defense here recently, that I would probably take a shot on um, or the under in that game. I think they're probably going to be a pretty low scoring game. So uh, that's really it. I don't have anything else for everyone today. Um, you know, I, I tweeted it out, but just in case you missed it, um, I will have, um, you know, the 
NASCAR full details and releasing everything next Monday. Um, Daytona's right around the corner, and um, we're just a couple weeks away from like our first DFS NASCAR slate of the year. So make sure you guys are checking that out. Um, you know, always appreciate the support. So that's going to wrap it up here for Tuesday. We'll be back tomorrow. Big slate, um, breaking it down. Good luck in your contests, and we'll see you then.